0: Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to talk about the new seed of survival that God plants into you to uproot the seed of gossip and the roots of slander, betrayal, and lying and that seed is called the seed of honesty so let's go ahead and define it honesty means free from deception and truthful it also means genuine real reputable credible and also marked by integrity now the scripture that i'll use to reference that comes from proverbs chapter 11 verse 3 which says Good people are guided by their honesty, and treacherous people are destroyed by their dishonesty. And again, that's Proverbs 11, verse 3. As I have mentioned in the past, it is your integrity and character that are being displayed when you start to participate and interact in conversations with others. God wants you to be honest in your communications, especially with one another. Now, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 1 says, It is better to be poor and honest than to be dishonest and a fool. God values how you talk and walk. Now, he's not concerned about your riches, but he is concerned about how honest you are. And I think that just really speaks volumes when you think about it. Most of the time, everything about a person is stemmed from how much money they make, or what they do for a living, or even how successful they are. However, based on the scripture that I just shared, Proverbs says it is better to be honest and even poor. Now, it shouldn't surprise you when you think about how much God hates lies. He wants you to demonstrate who he is and to really just represent him in the correct way. God's word never tries to lead you astray. He speaks to you through his word in clarity and love to reassure you and guide you as you journey on the right track with him. Now, as you focus on becoming a better person, God imparts his principles, his morals, and his values into your mind and spirit. The more you allow it to meditate within you, the more you will start to display those principles to others. Now, as time goes on and you start to interact with people, people will actually see that your conversations are becoming more credible and forthright. As God plants the seed of honesty within you, the best way to deal with the seed and the roots of slander, betrayal, and lying are to just place yourself in a person's shoes and experience what they may be going through. So let me just give you some examples. For instance... If you had some personal information that was just shared to other people and you didn't give that person the permission to share it, would it actually bother you? Maybe if you knew a person was lying to you and everything that they were saying was a lie, could you trust them again? And also, if a person betrayed you, do you have enough forgiveness in you to not only forgive them, but to forget it as well and never bring it up again. Now, it's these types of questions that you have to really ask yourself, and hopefully and prayerfully, you are guided to operate in honesty and truth. Being honest and trustworthy doesn't mean life just becomes boring and less exciting, as you may think. Some people feel that unless they have that juicy information or that pertinent information to share, they won't feel included or even valued in a group or maybe even with a person. You should not allow others to define your worth based on the conversations that you have with someone. Also, you should not use your ability to share information as ways to help you in your loneliness or even in your insecurities. Taking a risk by sharing too much information can cause more harm than good. Conversing with others and sharing your interests should come from a genuine place within you and not intertwine with underlying motives of deception. You should allow God to fill the voids in your life as well as to help define who you are. Please don't put expectations on others and try your best also not to allow other people to put expectations on you. Now on another note, people believe that if they refrain themselves from having conversations with others, then that will reduce or maybe even eliminate their role as a participant in gossip. Now in part, that may actually be true. However, it isn't that you can't have conversations with others. It's what you say or even reveal in those conversations that can cause the most damage, especially when you reveal information about other people and not about yourself. Remember talking too long can lead you to the seed and its roots of gossip. So be careful in having those long conversations with other people. Also, Try not to be taken for granted because of your obedience to God's values and principles and their disobedience to God's values and principles. It may become a hard challenge for you to endure, but you have to rely on the strength of the Holy Spirit living inside of you to be able to get through it. You will know when you need to separate completely from them. So now, let's go ahead and look at how God displayed the seed of honesty with Jesus' attackers. So I'm going to actually be sharing with you. First, I'm going to start off with Matthew chapter 27, verses 41 through 54. And it says, the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the other leaders also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. So he is the king of Israel, is he? Let him come down from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusted God. Let God show his approval by delivering him. For he said, I am the son of God. And the criminals who were crucified with him also shouted the same insults at him. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. Now, at about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lima sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a stick so he could drink. But the rest said, leave him alone. Let's see whether Elijah will come and save him then jesus shouted out again and he gave up his spirit at that moment the curtain in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom the earth shook rocks split apart and tombs opened. the bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead after jesus's resurrection they left the cemetery went into the holy city of jerusalem and appeared to many people The Roman officer and the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. They said, truly, this was the son of God. Now that actually comes also from Matthew chapter 27 verses 27 through 66. So I do urge you to read the whole story. Now I'm going to actually drop down on this last part and it's coming from Matthew 28 verses 9 through 20. And it says, and as they went, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said, and they ran to him, held his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. As the women were on their way into the city, some of the men who had been guarding the tomb went to the leading priest and told them what had happened. A meeting of all the religious leaders was called and they decided to bribe the soldiers. They told the soldiers, you must say Jesus' disciples came during the night while we were sleeping, and they stole his body. If the governor hears about it, we'll stand up for you and everything will be all right. So the guards accepted the bribe and said what they were told to say. Their story spread widely among the Jews, and they still tell it today. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them still doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given complete authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And again, that comes from Matthew chapter 28, verses 9 through 20. But I would encourage you to read Matthew 28, verses 1 through 20. So as you can actually see from the scriptures, the religious leaders were not trying to believe that Jesus was the Son of God from the time of his crucifixion, even after he had died and resurrected. Also, they were constantly trying to convince other people that Jesus was not the son of God, even though they were still experiencing the miracles. After Jesus gave up his spirit, there was a major earthquake that caused the veil or even the curtain in the temple to be torn from top to bottom instead of bottom to top, which basically showed that there was now access to God through our faith in Jesus the bodies of godly men and women had resurrected after Jesus' resurrection and had appeared in Jerusalem. Even when Jesus' body was gone, the religious leaders were still trying to create a story of what happened by saying that his body was stolen by his disciples, which of course wasn't the case. Some of the Roman soldiers even believed that Jesus was the Son of God And they had the fear of god in them as was established previously the basis of your identity is from your communication with others and it should be done in a genuine incredible manner it becomes important that you follow jesus and allow him to be the example that you lean on try your best to be honest and really try hard to be honest in your dealings with others being honest means keeping your word and being truthful in it the saying that your word is your bond has as much emphasis to god as it does when you say it to someone else proverbs chapter 12 verse 22 says the lord hates those who don't keep their word but he delights in those who do so keeping your word builds trust and character and it strengthens your relationships with others When people see your demonstrations of honesty and feel comfortable around you, they will decide to share private information with you with the assurance of knowing that it's gonna remain confidential. Moreover, when you do the thing that you said that you were going to do, you not only build trust, but you build credibility of being reliable and loyal. As you become more conscious of your conversations with others, Continue to monitor your speech and respond with honesty and love so that you can prevent the enemy's goal of planting the seed and roots of gossip into you from the beginning. You will be pleased with yourself as you become more disciplined in your conversation with others and you will see God's favor in your life as you stay obedient to doing what he wants you to do and more importantly what he calls you to do. And so I see right now, I'm going to have to finish this actually tomorrow. I'm going to actually share with you the life application section of chapter six. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye.